Listener Production. It's Friday. Happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday. I like to call him Mr. Happy. Happy, happy, joy. Happy days. We dance, we kiss, we schmooze, we carry on, we go home happy. What do you say? It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Happy Friday to you, aka International Day of the Nacho. Yeah, and I would normally make a joke about how this is Nacho Podcast, but it is, because uh, we give it to you and we hope you enjoy it for its cheesy, guacky goodness. My name is Matt O'Kine, opposite me, Alex Dyson, and we are having an all-day breakfast here. Dyson, did you see that um, Tame Impala had to issue a few warnings just a couple of days ago about their upcoming shows? They've had some shows in Australia, they had some in New Zealand, there's such a like light spectacular that people were having seizures. Yeah, no good. I see it on like, video games warnings sometimes, so... Yeah, it happens, but it's no good for, for people it affects. No, my mum had uh, epilepsy, actually. Oh, seriously? Um, growing up, yeah. Which got brought on by those kind of lights. She always told me about a couple of, uh, you know, seizures that she had, but I never saw them um, as, you know, as an older person. Mm-hmm. But um, there, there you go. Look, if you're heading along, please take care because they're an incredible band and uh, what they do is some amazing stuff, but obviously it's better to be safe than sorry. So look out. Yes, another brilliant Australian group is doing big things at the moment. And i got to tell you, around uh, my family at Christmas, Matt, this often gets a bit of a run. I honestly couldn't fit in another bite. Really? Because I have a Christmas pud. Oh, maybe a little bit of pud then. <laughs> what a bloody surprise, mate. You got room for pud. <laughs> you love your pudding. All right, there's always a little bit of room for pud. <laughs> Auntie Donna is the group I'm talking about, and Zach from the group are joining us because Christmas pud is making its way out of the tummies of Australians and into literature. Yeah, it's a very exciting stuff. We're going to have a chat to Zach about that and the you know, story behind that classic sketch if you haven't watched it. Also, we're going to be dipping into the mailbag, diving right into this show. So let's get stuck in. Hey, this is Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, there's always a little room for mailbag on a Friday, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Matt, were you like me in primary school and at lunchtime with four of your best friends would all choose which colour Power Ranger you were going to be and then go around fighting bad guys? I'm one step better than you in that uh, in my second year of drama school, I auditioned to be a Power Ranger. (gasps) What, a literal Power Ranger? And got a call back (gasps) to the second round. What? I know, I know. They were filming it in Australia. They filmed it in New Zealand, and they used to always choose Australian actors, and I used to desperately want to get that gig, like so badly. Did you care what costume you were wearing? No, no, I just wanted to be. But then I think also I wouldn't have been in the costume because they have actual... (laughs) Fighting people. Athletic (laughs) fighters that can do all the cool stuff. Like you acting around real uncoordinated and then uh, the costume goes on, you're suddenly able to do backflips and stuff. But that's who I used to want. You know, that's where my my bar was set when I started acting. And now every single role I get is playing the daggy dad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, some people actually lived our dream in America this week. Ploy Pirapakan, all right, tweeted about an incident that they witnessed at a ramen shop where they were out to dinner in Oakland, and it was a bit of a themed restaurant, and the employees were dressed up as Power Rangers. Fair enough. This lady bursts into the restaurant. She says, I'm not safe. A man jumps in, starts attacking her. 
puts her in a chokehold. So this isn't part of the restaurant? This is not a theatre so restaurant. A lady's run in and said, I'm actually in danger. A guy yeah. has then followed her and started choking her in front of, not scripted, not, this is a genuine attack here. This is what happened. And a couple of the Power Ranger employees told the man to stop. He didn't. He took a swing at the workers. And you do not take a swing at a Power Ranger. Because then the restaurant employees, according to Poi, got together, subdued the man. They're real-life crime fighters. And the police came, but the damage was done. The Power Ranger saved the day. That is insane. I don't think these people... I think these people are, are much more waiters than rangers, you know, in real life. It was mainly <laughs> costume. And so to have your employees dressed as Power Rangers whip into action, it was, it's incredible. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, it does make you wonder what the what the ranger sort of where the level of ranger starts and stops. Like mm. parking ranger, not quite as parking ranger, not quite <laughs> as ferocious. That's almost like the time where I was in a pet shop and the four turtles that I was looking at <laughs> just, <laughs> just decided to stop an armed robbery at the pet shop <laughs> with yes. their nunchucks, daggers, swords, and a stick. Yeah. No, we got you. Uh, but we did chuck it out just because that was quite a fascinating story. What have you had to do dressed in a costume? And we've got some very good responses. Yeah, Benjamin got in touch, said, I had my first Mufti day at primary school. So free clothes day for anyone in Queensland. Whilst in kindergarten, I wore my favorite Superman costume and thought it was really weird that other people were just wearing plain clothes. Safe to say I learned the dress code of, of Mufti that day. Rhiannon said, I'm a teacher and had to sit my employment review dressed as an angel, <laughs> which is good. Better than a devil, Rhiannon, but um, nicely done there. Ella said, I interrupted a burglar whilst dressed as Tinkerbell. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, and Alex said, I had to fire someone whilst I was dressed as one of the three little pigs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, the I poor hope the big person bad wolf. that he, the person that he fired didn't huff and puff and <laughs> blow the employment centre down. Made out of hay. Um, but Samantha is with us as well. Good day, Samantha. Hello. Samantha, you, uh, what did you have to do in costume? So I used to do kids parties for a little while. And um, I had this one kids party where I was dressed as Anna from Frozen. And I just finished the party and walked back to my car, which wouldn't start. So I had to give RACQ a call. <laughs> so <laughs> I hopped out of my car and called RACQ and they're like, oh, you know, it'll be a while and blah, blah, blah. And so I'm waiting and I did wait outside my car because it was ridiculously hot. I'm just head to toe in like a winter outfit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and next minute these kids put their heads over the fence and... I didn't want to be, you know, rude to kids when I'm looking like a Disney princess. So I give them a wave and a smile <laughs> and they start talking to me. And I'm really worried that the parents are going to think there's some creep over the fence <laughs> talking to their kids. <laughs> but anyway, you can't be rude because you're in character. So uh, we're talking and then... But you're not the working mom... at Disneyland or anything. No, nah, but kids remember, <laughs> don't they? They'll be like, I'm Anna was so mean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and sure enough, the mum comes out and then her head's over the fence and she seems a bit, you know, suspicious for a while. <laughs> and anyway, this goes on for a while and then we're taking photos and then the <laughs> RCQ man oh comes. <laughs> and so we're getting photos while the RCQ guy's there mm. 
and I'm talking to him in like my honor voice. And I guess I get I know you Did broke they... out to song and started going, let it toe, let it toe. <laughs> oh my god. Did anyone think it was kind of weird that a princess couldn't manage to afford a working hatchback? Like <laughs> Look, I told them I drove all the way from wherever she lives and it, it was a wild ride. But then the RSUQ guy calls one of his mates and goes, Oi, you'll never guess who I'm with. <laughs> what if I FaceTimes you with his mate? I don't know if it was a FaceTime, but he was on the phone. Oh, goodness me. Well, what Anna an evening. Frozen. What an evening it was, Samantha, a.k.a. Anna. Thank you so much for having a chat to us. Thanks, guys. Well, Mats, as you walk down the aisles of your favourite supermarket, you can tell it's upon us. Christmas is upon us, and uh, tis the season to be searching for presents. And, you know, I am not biased in any way, but I think the best present, and one I'm literally going to give to my family, is the brand new book, Always Room for Christmas Pud, brought to you by the very funny gentleman from Auntie Donna. And Zachary from Auntie Donna is joining us right now. G'day, Zach. Hello. Thank you so much for that um, just wonderful endorsement of the product I'm here to promote. I really appreciate it. Well, I always stand behind everybody's product who comes on here, but especially one so close to my heart, Zach, because for many years I've been claiming there is a separate dessert compartment and it was summed up perfectly in a sketch. You, you, you might be able to, we heard a little bit of earlier on the show, but please tell us where this sketch was born from in the minds of Auntie Donna. Well, it started very specifically with the fact that it's funny. Um, the word "pud" is funny, yep. and in England they say "pud" for dessert. We, I've always yeah. I've sat with that for about five years, and every time we talk about video ideas, I'd say, "Isn't it funny how, like, the Queen says pud?" <laughs> um, Do you reckon she that's does? Where I mean, it started, I've, always, was I've thought about that a lot. Like, I've yeah. also just thought about, you know, like, do you think the Queen ever just lies in bed and eats Maltesers? And like, you know, like, or like, just, well. Matt, too soon, mate. Well, He's up. Okay. Okay. Well, does the Zach, king Zach, lie should we in tell bed him? Should we tell him? With like <laughs> chip crumbs on his chest. Do you know what I mean? Like watching yeah. a series on his laptop. Like surely these people are also normal people at some point. Well, they're also, they're normal people potentially with staff. So as if you wouldn't have <laughs> breakfast in bed every day. I think like, you would. But you make a good point because it is one of the like, strangest oh. things in England. It's like they could be having a fruit de- salad for dessert and they say, oh, what are you having for pudding? I'm having some fruit salad for pudding. Ridiculous. Ludicrous. Crazy British people. Here's, here's the crazy thing, right? Firstly, I would say, you know, yes, we're talking about pudding in this book that we're promoting, but we feel that it represents all desserts, <laughs> uh, all, all dinners. Um, <laughs> Righto. No, put politically correct from Zach here. Sure, sure, sure. Little bit of dessert diversity. Righto, mate. You are very specific about pudding. Well, you know, yes, it's a Christmas book, but you get it out at Easter, you can imagine a chocolate Easter bunny. You know, that's what I'm saying. That's the first thing I'm going to say. Second thing I'm going to say is I didn't realise this, but the bulk of the press we've done, I've found myself defending Christmas pudding as a dessert. <laughs> I've just found this to be like this whole extra layer of mm. what I've been doing promoting this book. But then I really thought about it 
And I don't have Christmas pudding any other time of year. Exactly. If it was truly good. It's like the birdie beetle. It's the birdie beetle of desserts. You have it when the show rolls around and that's it. Because if they were that good, and trust me, I love a birdie beetle. But if they were that good, they'd be on the shelves 24-7. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, what about like the... um little mince pies, which have like the sugar on top and that fruits inside with the pastry. Because my dad picks them up around Christmas time. Uh, I think I might have eaten them once when I was little and it just keeps going. Hot cross buns are disgusting too. Wow, you're crazy. What about? Wow. Wow. What about, Zach? I'll ask you this one. Yeah. What about those really tall, sort of like really air-filled are they Italian cakes? They're just really tall Panettone. cakes. That's it. They come mm, out around yep, Christmas Panettone. time. That, that sort of dry cake. Very they love dry. a dry cake in Italy. Very That's, dry. Because um, I think you have it with the espresso. Yeah, um, right. Look, and yeah, there's, there's so many. There's, I think that's part of the Christmas tradition is just what, what, like a couple of weird things. <laughs> a full roast dinner is not enjoyable in 40 degree weather, but we do it. We just sort of, <laughs> we just commit to it. Do you know what I love? I love about we this. we do it. The sketch, I mean, the book, you've, you've got some beautiful um, illustrations. A big shout out to uh, James Fosdyke for putting in some very 90s nostalgic mm-hmm. images of uh, of you three Auntie Donna boys, um, you know, getting stuffed to the brim with your ham and your pud. But um, when you look back at the sketch, it's so funny because it's like clearly in an office or something. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, where were you? I'm sure you were just in the Auntie Donna office, weren't you? 100% we shot that in the Auntie Donna office. We had the idea. I wrote it down. The script for that sketch was a half a page of dot points. We filmed it in about an hour. We edited it. We put it up. It's probably the least amount of effort we've ever put into anything in our entire careers. You know, we've put together hour-long live shows. We've put together entire TV shows. Yeah, albums, Netflix special. We've we've put in years of our lives, just just broken our backs and just pushed ourselves to the brink of mental breakdown. And it turns out the most profitable, most exciting, most engaging thing we've ever done was this three-hour weird video we shot in our office. So the word if the lesson is, is anything, funny. kids, yeah. don't do effort. Don't try. Don't try. Never try. Stop trying. And one day you'll uh, you'll have a, a media empire like the Anadoni boys. I love how it was just a, a small snippet of an idea, Zach. Is there anything that's just been floating around the outer edges of your mind recently that you could verbalise that we might be here first on all day breakfast, people are able to hear, you know, years down the track, you know, you'll have a new yeah, movie wow. for Hanukkah or something like that. Yeah, that's that's so good. I'm 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 trying to find my list of sketch ideas. Oh, I've got the notes in your phone. Um, Ooh, interesting. I've got okay. here Boomer who has a vegan coming to dinner but doesn't get it. That's my next <laughs> character I want to do. <laughs> you know how they're just like, yeah. Can you do? Can they do eggs? <laughs> <laughs> they always go like item by item. Yeah. Like, what about eggs? It's like, no. I think the best thing to do right now is take a step back, get a sense of what they're doing, and then rather than just ask me every ingredient one by one. one. All right, we'll take a look at that for a uh, a sketch coming to you soon. But Zach from Auntie Donna, thank you so much for joining us. Merry Christmas to you if we don't see you. But um, until then, take care of yourself, my friends. Thank you, Matt and Alex.
Now I've got that Friday feeling. TGIF, huh? Exactly. And, um, well, depending on when you listen to this, you could be listening to them on the weekend. But we're having a good time and we love, at this time on a Friday, getting into our mailbag. Yeah, that's right. And we like to look back on some of the messages that we missed during the course of the week because we love hearing from you at matt.and.alex on Instagram or mattandalex.com.au. And Zach got in touch with us, Alex Dyson, regarding Pumpgate. We talked a bit about this, about the attendants having to start the flow rather than just you got trigger-happy free nozzle to yourself. At um, the petrol station. Exactly. Zach said, petrol pump theory, how do self-serve servos without an attendant work? I don't know. Have you had an, an, a self-serve pump before? Well, I tell you what, a self-service checkout at a supermarket without an attendant would be an absolute... <laughs> nightmare. You're just standing there. It's like, Hey, sorry. Yeah. It's just, it hasn't gone through yet. Yeah. I said, I'm bringing my own bags. Yep. And they don't even check. They're just like, yep. Swipe it. Yep. Just get um, through. I bring back the good old days where the person would pump the petrol for you. Yeah. 20 bucks you know? unleaded. Thanks mate. Yeah. Yep. That's it. You just hand a couple of twenties out the window. <laughs> Keep going on your ute and your ute wherever you're heading. You know, that, that bring back the old days. No, if we didn't know how the attended ones work, Zach, we can't help you out with the unattended ones. Lisa, on the topic of Matt claiming that Back to the Future is the best trilogy of all time, saying, I love Back to the Future, but my favourite trilogy is Austin Powers. Nah. I mean, very good trilogy. But is it only a trilogy or is there four of them? Is there three nah, of them? No, nah, it's a good trilogy. I, I would have to say... It, the third one sort of went down a little bit for me, gold member. But as I reckon the Spy Who Shagged Me is probably even better than the original one. That was it's very, very I mean, funny. Very, I mean, I still, I mean, whenever you see someone doing a tight turn in a car, you know, you still think. <laughs> going back and forth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, very funny stuff. So there's nothing, I'm not taking anything away from Mike Myers, all right? But I just know in my deep down heart that Back to the Future is the best of all time. I'm going to let you finish, Lisa. I'm with you, Lisa. Christy says, can I please request a full bronze wedding party debrief? Um, I hope we gave you enough over this week. There was plenty of action coming out. Yeah. Now, I mean, we heard about the kick-ons, Alex's uh, random bruise. We've heard about bronze um, whip saga with the, the in bruise, which led to me getting a bruise. Is there <laughs> anything else that you uh, that you wanted to add, Bron? Do you want to just skip this one? <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Come on. What else? Happened? I want to hear it too. I missed it. Talk about Steve's crisp white wedding shirt <laughs> yeah. by the end of the night. We didn't touch on that. We didn't. So, yeah, Steve was wearing a nice, you know, black suit, white shirt. Tux. It was full tux. Very nice. Yeah. It was a bit snazzy. Then I don't even know at what point this happened, but after, lucky it was after speeches. Um, I looked at him and he had all red wine down his <laughs> top. What, like his friends had dumped a Gatorade bucket on him or something? The first one was an accident, but then I think it people just kept chucking things at him at the end. <laughs> at the end. Hey, like, happy I think first splash. one was a bit of a spill and they go, well, we may as well. If we're going to do something, we're going to do it right. He turned into like a Jackson Pollock canvas yeah. by the end of the night. <laughs> Well, look, Ross got in touch with us as well uh, with a voice message, which we always love getting from you on uh, matt.n.alex. Hey, guys, quick story about uh, paying and saying thank you for something that really was not that good. Pulled into a servo and ordered a, some hot chips out of the Bay Marie. The guy behind the counter, 
temperature tested the chips with his bare hands, give it a little squish, thought to himself, ah, oh, good enough, dropped it into my bucket, <laughs> filled my bucket up, I paid for it, oh. said thank you, walked out the front of the servo, dropped it straight in the bin and continued on my day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Ross, yeah, oh. the uh, the old finger test on the chippies. You don't want me to be doing that. Goodness well, me. <laughs> look, we hope the temperature is all right for this podcast. We will be back on Monday, same time, same place, with a little bit of something different because we're having a bit of a break. That's right. It's the perfect opportunity to uh, give you a few of the best moments of 2022, um, Richie Benno's favourite year. So listen out for a couple of the moments that you may have missed or which you may hopefully not mind reliving, which will be great. Yeah, have a great weekend and we'll catch you soon. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.